Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. Love of the podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine. And in today's episode, we're chatting all about the Taurus full moon and lunar eclipse. So, eclipse season, hey? (laughs) What a bloody ride. This eclipse, this Taurus lunar eclipse, is actually completing a couple of cycles, which I think is a very good thing. Things are going to be illuminated, there might be closure on a couple of things, perhaps even the birth of some new things. There are two cycles in particular that are coming to a close. The first one is this current eclipse season. We had the solar Libra eclipse a couple of weeks ago. This is the Taurus lunar eclipse. And then the other cycle that's coming to an end is the series of eclipses that have been happening on the Taurus Scorpio nodal axis since November 2021. This Taurus lunar eclipse takes place on Sunday, October 29 at 7.24am in Sydney, Saturday, October 28 at 9.24pm in London and 4.24pm in New York. So I want you to cast your mind back to November 2021, right? Like I said, that's when the Taurus Scorpio eclipses began. What was going on for you back then? Were there themes in your life that were emerging? If so, it's likely they're going to come full circle with this Taurus lunar eclipse. The theme with this particular nodal axis that we've been on since November 2021 is security. Yeah, and it's about the polarity of me versus ours, Taurus versus Scorpio. Taurus is the recognition of one's own security. Its objective is to maintain security for itself, but also its things, right? So it's physical possessions. Scorpio, which is the opposing sign, is the awareness of merging with another. Its objective is to attain ultimate trust and security with another. Right, So you can see how the theme is security, but it differs for Taurus and Scorpio. Now, for this particular lunar eclipse, we've got the moon in Taurus, and opposing that, we've got the sun in Scorpio. It's Scorpio season. They're very different ways of looking at security, but they're both equally important. 
And perhaps this is a theme that you've noticed surface throughout this eclipse cycle. Perhaps one weighs more heavily on you than the other does. Perhaps they both need your attention. This is why it's so important to have a lunar journal. If you're a subscriber of the podcast, it's most likely that you have one. But when I say things like what was going on for you during November 2021 or what's come up for you throughout the Taurus Scorpio eclipses that we've been having for the last two years, right? You can look back and be like, oh, yeah, that's a really obvious full circle moment. Or it might be less obvious. It might be a little bit more subtle. It might be recognition of your growth around a certain theme. It might be an evolution of self that you've witnessed. As a reminder, eclipses are transformative portals. Yeah, they accelerate us towards our destiny. They propel us towards the next chapter. Often they'll put us into alignment and back on path. And because this is the final eclipse in this cycle, you can use this eclipse to bring about an ending. Close the door on something once and for all. Or, you know, like finally, finally, finally let go. If you don't do this willingly and the universe deems that an ending is nigh, it's going to take care of it for you. (laughs) Eclipses like to do that. The energy is super, super, super potent. Um, Lunar eclipses are always on a full moon. So you know how full moons are about releasing and letting go, right? Well, lunar eclipses are that, but like to the max. And it's like I said in the Libra solar eclipse episode, eclipses do whatever the hell they want. They will have their way with you. So willingly let go or don't, you know, do whatever you want. The eclipse will ensure... It's going to do whatever it wants. But the less you resist, the better. It would be a miss not to mention that this eclipse takes place in the first week of the sun moving into Scorpio. It definitely adds a layer, (laughs) a complicated layer to eclipse energy. The mystery, the shadows, the secretiveness, the intensity, they are both themes of Scorpio and eclipse themes. Something will be revealed. Yeah, truths will come to light. Things are going to get deep. This is the nature of Scorpio and eclipse energy. Plus, Mars and Mercury are opposing this eclipse, which I actually speak about in a little bit more detail in this week's bonus subscriber episode. But just Be conscious of your words, right? That's Mercury and how powerful they can be. Powerful as in transformative, but if used incorrectly, also destructive. Yeah, Mars brings a little bit of tension. It's in Scorpio at the moment or conflict. Um, So, I mean, I don't want to be dramatic, but expect a little bit of drama, (laughs) I mean, the best thing you can do is be mindful that you are not the drama. Yeah, be mindful that it's not your own creation. If not in your personal life, a little drama on the world stage could be expected. I mean, as if we need any more. But I look, I wouldn't be surprised if something happens this weekend. 
That's not a doomsday prediction. That's just like a read the room prediction, I think. Jupiter is also a key player in this eclipse. It's the planet of expansion and opportunity. And when it's conjunct the moon, it means whatever is happening under this eclipse for you might appear or feel magnified, right? Expanded. The energy might feel um, exaggerated or inflated, if that makes sense. If you notice this within yourself, see if you can remove yourself from your physical body and your egoic self and look at everything from a higher perspective. See if you can be the observer of your life rather than the victim of it. And this is a tricky exercise to do, especially during eclipse season, but it is a necessary one and one Jupiter can assist you with. Jupiter is also the planet of abundance and Taurus is the sign associated with abundant energy. So this is definitely on offer to us during this eclipse. Can you recognize the abundance of things you already have in your life? And if you lose those things or things die or close during this eclipse, instead of viewing it from a lack mindset, can you see it as finding something or new things birthing, new doors opening, right? Another little reminder is that eclipses usually catapult us towards our karma and soul contract stuff. So lessons around security may surface that are closely linked to your soul path and karma. These lessons, although sometimes uncomfortable and at the time may feel a little uh, inconvenient, are expediting you towards your destiny and thus will likely trigger transformative experiences. I find for myself... I always expect like this huge mega transformation and quite often during eclipse season, I'll go, nothing happened, nothing happened. And then in retrospect, I look back and I see the transformation that occurred. Sometimes when you're in it, it's harder to see. Is transformation comfortable? Sometimes maybe, (laughs) but mostly it's not, right? Simply because we like the familiar, Yeah, even if we say that we don't and we want novelty and transformation, the familiar feels good. And unexpected life surprises, especially when we're clinging on tightly to an old identity or a habit or a person, just feels a bit icky, right? But if you can allow the transformations to occur, just be open. Be open to whatever comes up. The mantra for Taurus energy is I have. It relishes in the tangible and material, very different to Scorpio that frolics in emotional and psychological depths rather than focusing on the attainment of things. Taurus is very in tune and in touch with nature and the physical body. It longs for security so that things can remain peaceful, stable, and sustaining yeah Taurus is a very sensual sign think accessing all five senses for pleasure for purpose for creative potential how will these Taurian qualities play out for you during this lunar eclipse look at things like money your value system your self-worth your physical body yeah it could play out through any of these avenues 
The other thing is, you know, if there's a little bit of upheaval, which there will be, <laughs> it's an eclipse um, or disruption or whatever it might be, know that Taurus is trying to find that peaceful, stable, sustaining energy. Um, and if there are things getting in the way of that, it's going to bulldoze them. Bull, Taurus bulldoze them. It's going to knock them out of the way. You know, much like the Libra solar eclipse was like, oh, I can identify these imbalances. What needs to be done in order for balance to come into the picture, right? It's a similar thing with Taurus. What needs to change for me to be able to access peace and stability and security, The best thing you can do for yourself from now until and after this eclipse is to ground yourself, favor stability over a quick buck or an impulse purchase, and be open to pivoting. Yeah, practice your pirouettes now, my little ballerinas, because you're going to need them. I must reiterate here, in case you missed the last couple of episodes, these transformations and changes will happen organically Don't go and shake shit up trying to coax change to happen. Eclipses don't really work like that. Yeah. And they'll make it very clear by slapping you across the face with your own foot or a wet fish or something equally uncomfortable. Right. So there's not much that we need to do. The less you do, the better. One thing I haven't mentioned yet is that Taurus and Scorpio are both fixed signs. This means they're here to help us find structure and a nice, sturdy and steady beat. In doing so, it gives us access to both signs' gifts, earthly pleasures and spiritual growth, income through work and long-term investments, sensuality and sexuality, the wisdom of nature and esoteric magic. So if you have fixed signs in your chart, especially sun, moon, ascendant, you're likely to feel these eclipses more than others. Those fixed signs, uh, so you know, I probably should have said that from the beginning, are Taurus, Scorpio, Aquarius, and Leo. If your north and south nodes are in Taurus and Scorpio, this is the last eclipse of your nodal return. So yeah, big time for you guys. How exciting. Lastly, this is a full moon. So it is a wonderful time to purge. And here's the thing. You remember when I said that you didn't need to consciously manifest on the solar eclipse because the eclipse energy would take care of that for you? Same applies here, right? This eclipse will likely purge everything for you. It could be a physical purge, although let's hope not. Um, As we learn in the Scorpio episode, let stuff die. If it wants to escape, purge, be released, let it. Yeah, just let it. Don't grip. Don't hang on for dear life. Trust that the universe has got you and this is in your highest interest. All right, my lunar lovers, let's have a look at some ways we can work with this Taurus full moon and lunar eclipse. Uh, It is an earth moon, so I'm going to embarrass myself by saying something I always say, which is get grounded. It's about reconnecting with the earth, reconnecting with the physical, coming back to the present. 
I enjoy bare feet on the sand or the grass and some deep belly breaths. You might like to do a full body scan, maybe a yoga nidra, whatever works to ground and stabilize your energy. You are going to need it this weekend. All right. Um, Yeah, you are. On that note, as you all know, uh, last weekend, or maybe you don't. I mean, I did mention it in an episode last weekend. No, not last weekend, the weekend before. It was the Libra Solar Eclipse. It was also my sister's hen's night. So I was out all weekend. Now, I was very well behaved. I was on waters for most of the day. I wasn't drinking. But still, um, the energy that was expended on that, on the socialness of it all, was too much for little sensitive me during an eclipse. I mean, I didn't really have a choice. I had to be there. But you know what I mean? Like, I, in retrospect, if I didn't have to do something like that during an eclipse I would never do that again because it really did knock me out for the week um as many of you know I have been sucking at life I'm so sorry I will be back to Instagram updates very soon I promise but I really think that that was a matter of me um not taking the rest and recuperation that I know that I personally need when the energies are so, so, so big. So if you're hypersensitive, which I know a lot of you are, um, just be really mindful of that during an eclipse um, season, but also on the on the day of the eclipse and in this instance, the weekend of the eclipse. If you do have stuff that you need to do, make sure you're doing those grounding practices. Take the time to tap into a parasympathetic state by taking 10 deep belly breaths. If you can squeeze in a yoga nidra or a vagus nerve meditation by all means do that but whatever you can do to recalibrate your energy and stabilize your energy is going to serve you in the days and the weeks that follow the eclipse Uh, get sensual sensuality is a huge part of Taurus energy and sensuality is just about tuning into the five senses yeah taste touch smell sight sound Tune into these senses when you're in nature, when you're eating, when you're making love, when you're simply sitting in stillness. Yeah, it's a meditative practice. Get financially fit. Finances will likely be highlighted during this eclipse. Whatever comes up is a lesson for you, not a punishment, right? So learn what you can and think about how you can improve the way you feel, view, or manage finances moving forward. If you'd like to do a ritual to mark this momentous occasion, you might like to consider becoming a subscriber. The day before the eclipse, I'll release a Taurus lunar eclipse circle for Ascendant members. We'll do a couple of meditations. We'll do some journaling exercises. It's a really beautiful way to align your vibrational energy with this Taurus lunar eclipse. To become a subscriber, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode. You'll also get access to a bonus subscriber episode of the podcast every single week. So that's two episodes of Lunar Lover a week, plus a circle every new moon and every full moon. If you would like to book yourself in for a reading, I've dropped the amount of readings I'm doing per week, um, but there is availability in November. I think I've even got availability next week. So if you are keen to book in for a reading of some description, 
um, make sure you do that. All right, my loves, that's it from me for now. Um, I'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.